Welcome to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast with me, your host, Paula Maidens. I'm a mum of two, a hiring and leadership coach, speaker, ex-corporate recruiter, and serial entrepreneur who is obsessed with teaching capable business owners just like you how to become graceful and powerful leaders surrounded by a team who perform like rock stars. On this podcast, we'll be talking about all things people, business, and leadership because big dreams need great teams. You simply cannot do it on your own. I'm excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast. It's awesome to be here and I'm excited to talk to you today about what not hiring well might be costing you. And the reason I want to dive into talking about that today is because so many people that I talk to accept the status quo of waiting for a better time, in inverted commas, to hire right, to invest in really finding the right team. And they delay getting a great team until later when apparently it's going to be easier or they're going to have more time or something like that. Now, I see that happening in two ways. One is a more obvious way and one is a more subtle way. So perhaps you are accepting the current status quo and that might be continuing to do a bunch of work yourself or working these long hours or really like stretching yourself thinking, well, this is easier for me to keep doing it myself than trying to find the time to hire and train somebody else to do this for me. Or it might be a more subtle situation such as thinking, I don't want to go through a full hiring process and inverted commas, you know, to find a total stranger, to bring them in, to train them up. And therefore thinking that an interim person or hiring someone in a more casual way and seeing how it goes, which is what I call a band-aid measure. So that's kind of the slightly more subtle way of thinking, I'll wait till I've got more time to do this properly. Now, this more subtle way I see happening all the time, it happens when you get referred somebody or you come across somebody, maybe you post in a Facebook group and you come across somebody who can start straight away and you think, I'll see how this person goes and I'll work it out later and I can hire properly later when I have more time. So both these scenarios, continuing to do the work yourself and thinking it's easy for me to keep doing it or just hiring somebody in a bit of an interim or casual way, thinking they'll do for the moment. Both these scenarios are really common. I see it all the time. My clients have done it before they started working with me. So many of my business friends regularly do it. And if I'm honest, if I look back over my 10-year entrepreneurial journey, I have absolutely done it. So I want to say, first of all, I totally get it. But here's the thing. This band-aiding solution, which might be you continuing to do the work yourself until you have the time to hire properly or hiring somebody in a casual way thinking they'll do for the moment, both these scenarios might work, they might work out, and it might totally feel like the best thing in the moment or even the only thing that you can do in this moment. And As I said, I get it and I'm not here to judge you if you've made that decision, 
because business is freaking hard and sometimes we do just need to do what we can do to get by. So I totally get all of that. But when we do this, which is what I call a Band-Aid hiring decision, in the moment, even though it might feel like a solution at the time, it always comes with some sort of cost which you will need to pay for later. So let's dive into what those hidden costs might be that you may not be taking into account when you're making that decision. Business is all about eyes as open as they can be and making as good a decisions as we can with as much information as possible. So let's dive into situation A. So continuing to do the work yourself, thinking that it's easier than going through a hiring and a training process with a stranger. This thought process, this thinking is firstly undervaluing the value of your time by continuing to do the thing. So you're placing a value on that and let's face it, you're undervaluing the cost to you to free up that time if you were to go and do something else. So there's a cost around your continued time that you are spending doing an activity or doing tasks or doing the things that you would ideally like to hand over to somebody else. That time costs you because you're giving it up. So you're either not doing something else you'd like to get on with doing in your business, or you may not be spending time with your family or friends on a hobby, recharging or prioritizing yourself. That's what I usually see that cost equating to. So on one side, we're undervaluing the value of your time. And we're also creating a story around how difficult it will be to hand over these things to somebody else. And in my experience, this story about how difficult or how challenging it's going to be to find, to hire, and to hand over the jobs to somebody else always feels really big when you're thinking about hiring, finding, and handing it over to a stranger. And I totally get it. I totally get why this feels big, it feels difficult, it feels challenging. I totally get it because it's your precious business and you are sitting here on this side of the fence thinking about handing it over to someone you don't know, handing over what feel to be really important tasks to you and to your business and you're thinking about it from the perspective of handing it over to this unknown person. You don't know where they are, you don't know who they are, so that feels big and scary. But I want you to start to think about the fact that you only don't know them right now in this moment. And as soon as you start connecting with that person, the size of that big, difficult story in your brain, which ultimately is fear-based, will immediately start to reduce. That reduction in fear, that reducing of the bigness of that story will start to happen as soon as you start to see applications coming in. So from a really practical perspective, the time from right now when you don't have anyone, you don't know anyone, and it feels big and difficult to find and hand over those tasks to somebody else, and it might feel easier to keep doing it yourself. So the time between feeling this right now and then that feeling starting to dissipate can literally be as soon as 24 hours. 
let's say you spend an hour getting really clear on who you need. So you map out what you want the person to do, how you want them to do it. You write a beautiful job advertisement. You post it to your socials, say in the first instance. And I promise you within 24 hours, you could have some great applications dropping into your inbox, giving you that initial opportunity to connect and showing you their potential. But if you keep doing the things yourself and you keep waiting to feel less busy, believing the story that it is really difficult to find, really difficult to hand it over to somebody who's awesome, and you don't actually begin that process of trying to find that person, then you'll never start to see and make those connections so that fear can start to reduce. In that situation, you can see that like not doing anything and continuing to do it yourself is actually feeding the bigness that you're feeling around handing it over. Let's dive over now to situation two. So hiring in a bit of a band-aid way. So, you know, not going through a proper hiring process in inverted commas and bringing somebody on board with that. Let's just see how it goes. You're available. You seem okay not necessarily getting specific and just moving forward from that perspective, which is a little bit of a more subtle way of not hiring well and not hiring consciously. Now, I really want you all to listen into this one because I literally see this happening all the time, every single day. In fact, I reckon at least once a week, I probably get a message or an email from somebody saying, hey, do you know somebody who can do this title with no other information assigned to it? And that is that person looking almost for the quick fix alternative, somebody who's available straight away, somebody who can be referred to them, and therefore they can perceive them to be more safe to sort of band-aid their way through a situation. So this happens when you think you don't have the time to invest in actually detailing what you want someone to do and you don't have the time or the perception of time to, you know, post a job advertisement, sift through applications. So you put the word out in a little bit of a more brief and general way, you know, hey, does anybody know a social media manager who can help me? Hey, I'm looking for a virtual assistant. Can anybody recommend any virtual assistants? And you essentially skip over the part of the process where you get specific or clear on specifically who you need. And it's almost like you therefore take or feel like a recommendation or a referral from somebody else's great person is going to help you skip over that element of getting really clear on what you need yourself. And often it's the appeal of somebody's availability of being available straight away or able to jump in straight away that makes them feel really great to you. But I want to share that the reason most people think that this part, which is writing the job advertisement and sifting through the applications is going to take a lot of time is because they haven't spent the time to get really clear and specific about who they need, what you want them to do, and how you want them to do it. Because as soon as you do this, as soon as you get clear, writing the job advertisement becomes so easy. It literally pours out of you. And screening applications is so easy and so fast because it's really obvious if the person is or isn't right for you because you're so clear on what you're looking for. So in this case, we think, oh, we don't have enough time to sit down and write a job advertisement and to sift through applications. 
But by not taking the time to get clear, we're creating this perception and this story that the job advertisement is going to be hard to write and the applications are going to be hard to scream. But actually, as soon as we're clear, which doesn't necessarily take that long, those little elements of a proper hiring process in inverted commas become really clear. Again, what we're doing in this situation and what I see people doing is valuing this almost plugging the hole, getting anybody on board and into the role over getting the right person in the role. And therefore, the cost and the risk of hiring this way comes from delaying the inevitable. Because for somebody to succeed in any team, they need to be clear on what's expected of them, of what they need to do and how they need to do it. And if you, as the business owner who is making the hiring decision, if you're not clear on that upfront and you can't communicate that upfront, then you will need to communicate that to anybody who's working for you at some stage down the track. And often what I see is we only communicate that later when the person's not doing what we want them to do and we try and explain to them why. Whereas actually if we can get clear up front and have that conversation up front, it puts everybody on a better path to success. So essentially, by hiring somebody in this Band-Aid way, by taking a recommendation, by taking a referral, by bringing somebody on board from a general statement without lots of specific details, you essentially have a 50-50 chance of them working out. They may absolutely, totally be able to work out the specifics of what you want and they may absolutely be able to deliver it and you've got a 50% chance of that happening. But equally, they may get it totally wrong and you may end up with a huge mess that you need to clean up along with those yucky conversations to unwind your arrangement. The purpose of today's message is to try to encourage you to shift your thinking around your perception of how much time you have to invest in hiring the right people from the outset And weigh that perception of time up against what it will cost you down the track if you don't invest that time now. And I guess what I've talked about so far doesn't really even take into account the other costs such as, you know, taking up your headspace, not being able to relax or properly relax in the evenings or on the weekends, not being able to properly switch off because you're not confident of the people that you have in the business. And, you know, walking around with that low level of anxiety about, needing to double check, or I wonder if that person's going to do what I need them to do. I wonder if they're going to do it good enough, etc. which is a real thing. And I know that you know what I'm talking about when I sort of say that low level of anxiety that can just sort of run in your brain when you're not confident of the people that you're asking to do things for you in your business. And I guess, you know, for the last 10 years, I've spent a bunch of time in entrepreneurial circles. You know, I started my first business late 2009, sort of early 2010. So gosh, it's it's 12 years. And I've been in a business group, I'd say eight to nine years out of that 12 years. So, you know, for a large majority of the time, I've been in some sort of, you know, business group, mastermind group, et cetera, because I always surround myself with business owners. I love learning from other people. I constantly hear lots and lots of hiring and people challenges, 
but there are sort of two big statements or two big themes that I constantly hear. And the first one is a statement around it's impossible to find great people and your team, your people are always going to be your biggest headache. That's the big accepting of a status quo, big statement that I constantly hear. And then the second one is, well, I don't have time to learn a different way. I don't have time to hire or to do it or to grow my team in any other way. So either I don't have time or you just have to accept that this is always going to be difficult. And frankly, it's my mission to change this way of thinking, particularly for female entrepreneurs who are balancing growing their businesses, having beautiful business dreams with young families and balancing it with life. Like it's a different story for, you know, those sort of historical or more traditional male entrepreneurs who had that support around the home front. So it's my absolute mission to change this way of thinking because you don't have to accept a status quo of it's hard to find good people or your team are always going to be your biggest headache. It doesn't need to be that way. And learning what you need to do to lead them well, it gets to feel great. It gets to feel light and you get to get that enviable balance back in your work and your life. Because thinking in that you know, old-fashioned, traditional way is costing you time, money, and your ability to switch off from your business. Whether you want to admit it or not, it is absolutely costing you that. And I guess the reality is, is that you can choose to learn how to hire well. And part of learning to hire well is learning how to spot somebody in that application or somebody who wants to work with you, who is going to give you the headaches that you want to avoid well before they have set foot in your business. And I guess I just want to share and remind you or share with you perhaps a new message that you haven't heard before today, which is you don't have to go through this in a trial and error way. This isn't like many other elements of business where, you know, you can only learn through doing it and making your own mistakes. You can actually learn the techniques that you need to avoid hiring the wrong people and to really put yourself in that great hiring decisions camp from the outset. And the best time to learn this is well before you think you need to. So you have those skills in your back pocket ready to go when you want to make a quick hiring decision. And of course, this is why I've got a program, my signature program called Hiring Mastery. And it's all about teaching entrepreneurs the art of making powerful hiring decisions. And that is through learning a robust, simple and objective hiring process that you can apply literally when you're hiring an assistant or when you're hiring a general manager, when it's time for you to step away from the big role in your business. And it's one of those things that when you learn it, and you apply it to your business, you sit down and decide, yes, your hiring criteria for a specific role, but also your general hiring criteria for anybody joining your business. And through making that general hiring criteria decision, you also are making decisions about your culture and the type of feeling that you want to have in your business and the type of team and culture you want to have in your business as you scale. And the really exciting thing is that once you 
learn the process, create this general hiring criteria, then you can hand the process off to somebody else in your business to execute for you. Because I'm sure you're like many of my clients, whereby, you know, if you can hand this hiring task, this recruiting task off to somebody else, you want to do it. But I want you to know that you can't get anybody else to hire well for you until you're clear for yourself on what you're looking for and until you're clear for yourself on what the right people for your business look like. You can't skip over that clarity step that you as the entrepreneur, you as the CEO, you as the leader, you need to decide the culture, the type of people you want in your business, the way you want people to do their jobs and the way you want you know, your external clients to feel and your internal team to feel. And when you're clear on that, that's when you can hand a process over to somebody else. One of the ladies that went through my March group of Hiring Mastery actually said in one of our group coaching calls, like, wow, this training is making me realize all these things that I hadn't even thought about, about the way I want somebody to do this job in my business. And it's this sort of thinking, it's this detailed thinking that is truly where the gold is. So today's episode was all about shifting your thinking, even just a little bit, for any of you who might be putting off or delaying learning and making great hiring decisions till sometime in the future. Because by not investing in learning how to make great hiring decisions now and accepting the status quo, you're still costing yourself something. And if you're going to be in business for a while, which I truly hope all of you are, you're going to need to hire a lot of people over those many years that you're going to be in business. So my question to you is, why make it hard for yourself each time? Learn the process, learn it once, and then you can execute it over and over again with increased confidence and, you know, just really just turn it into one of those things that you do in your business, like everything else that gets to feel like an easy process. And of course, if you want to join me in the next round of Hiring Mastery, I'd love to have you jump on in. If you're listening to this now, you probably have until the end of September to jump into some early bird pricing. The next program kicks off in October on the 10th. And Hiring Mastery is a really powerful combination. It's a powerful group program combined with private coaching container. So you learn as a group and you also get some one-on-one time with me for my eyes on your specific business. It's awesome. It works and you'll totally love it. So if you want to pop over and check it out, go to paulamaidens.com forward slash hiring hyphen mastery. And if you have any questions, of course, hit me up in the DMs over on Instagram or send an email through to paula at paulamaidens.com. Very happy to answer them or jump on a quick call. And I would love to hear from some of you. And I really hope to see some of you in there because truly learning how to make these great decisions can be just so empowering because, you know, that transition from I don't know who I can hand this to, to wow, here's somebody who feels amazing, fits my culture and brings these new fresh skills and energy in board. Like that shift when you start to see those applications coming in and have those conversations is so invigorating. So that's all for today. Have a beautiful week, everybody. See you back here next week. And in the meantime, may your teams be the powerful force that you deserve them to be. Take care. See you soon. 